Let's talk about Alabama's law that allows employers not to employ people with dreadlocks. Let's also discuss the UK going forward with COVID jabs for 12 to 15-year-olds. What about calls for a permanent black British museum? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. I've learned that making a living is not the same thing as making a life. Maya Angelou. Wise words, very wise words. So, it is episode 74, still here sparking debate. This month, actually today, is St. Kitts and Nevis Independence Day. They became independent in, on the 19th of September in 1983. And in a couple of days' time, it will also be Belize's Independence Day, 21st September. So, and also, this week, this week just gone also, let me mention, um, it was World Afro Day on Wednesday, the 15th of September. Um, I found out some interesting facts around that, that five years ago in Alabama, they passed a law um, that employers d- didn't have to employ people with dreadlocks if they didn't want to. Who knew? Wow. And I, I'm not even sure. I'm wondering if that is still the case but, um, but it was that and some other things that prompted um, the founder of World Afro Day to start World Afro Day. So um, good on her for doing that. Good on her for doing that. So this week we've had the Rated Awards. Um, most youthful people or people who like music of all genres may be aware, but for those that don't, this will mean absolutely nothing to you. But the Rated Awards is an awards that went on this week, it went on online, um, and winners, I mean multiple winners of it, but the ones that stood out for me, um, Album of the Year um, for Getz, whose album Conflict of Interest, so he won, congratulations to him, and Track of the Year and Video of the Year, Tion Wayne and Russ Millions um, for the track called Body, um, which you would have, if you don't know the song, you would have definitely heard it if you've got a radio in your car, or, or anywhere, you would have heard it throughout the summer, just gone. So, um, But yeah, congratulations to them, congratulations to them. And as I said, if you don't know that music, I guarantee your kids do, uh, your grandchildren do, etc. But yeah, so that was, that's, that, that was um, yeah, it was, I mean, a good award show. I mean, they always do, I mean, when it's in person, it, it's really good, but I think they've really... Uh, found a way to do it online that is really impactful as well. So hats off to the producers of that as well. So uh, Pele was in hospital. Um, he's 80 years old now. Um, he had surgery um, to remove a, tr- a tumour um, from his colon um, and he was orig- initially released, um, but he, had to, he was readmitted. Um, but since then, he's, he's actually said that um, he's recovering well. Um, so yeah, hopefully he will go on to recover fully, um, and and yeah, and just continue to be the legend that he's been. You know, let, let's not forget Pelé's the only player to um, have won the World Cup three times. You know, so um, yeah, legend in his own right. But yeah, I wish him all the best, and long may he be around. Um, this one really blew my socks off when I saw this one. Um, 
Miss Ireland uh, 2021 was won by a 26-year-old medical student, a medical scientist rather, I should say, Pamela Uber. Um, and she, uh, she's originally from uh, South Africa, moved to, the U- moved to Ireland and when she was seven years old with her mum and her three siblings. Um, but yeah, she, she was crowned Miss Ireland 2021 and becoming the first black woman in history to win the title. The competition's been running um, since 1947, I believe. And um, and yeah, I, I just it just kind of blew my mind when I saw it and I saw the visuals of it. I was like, wow, that is um, that's great. It's great. We're definitely moving forward in many ways. So so yeah, um, it's going to be interesting what her years. You know, obviously from what I remember about these sort of things, they they go around and do various things. Um, you know, a lot of media and PR around them for the year until the next one comes up. So be interesting to hear about what she gets up to. Um, hopefully it's smooth sailing. Hopefully there are no negative connotations attached to that moving forward. But as she is the first, um, you know, no doubt, you know, we, we do, we don't live under a rock, so we, we do understand it will put some people's nose out of joint, but um, they will have to address that in there in their own way but um but her statement she's she was like it's, it's i think she said it was crazy to imagine and um, that in 74 years um went before anyone um of difference won the competition so so yeah but she's made history she's made history over there in ireland so yeah that is uh definitely interesting and groundbreaking so wales has i think wales is the only uh, part of the United Kingdom uh, who have um, decided to go forward with the COVID events pass. Um, so people will need to prove um, that they've been vaccinated or they've tested positive from October the 11th. So that's happening in Wales. Um, anyone over 18 wishing to attend like nightclubs, any large scale events, anything like that, they have to basically prove that they're fully vaccinated. Um, and it has to, they would have had to have shown that uh, negative lateral flow test with results within 48 hours. So, so yeah, Wales is going forward with that. Um, UK, we're not we're not going forward with that at the moment. But as we know, things are always sub- subject to change. So let's see how that plays out. So there's a new the new COVID um, drug um, for basically for the most vulnerable patients. Um, who are unable to build up antibodies uh, in response to COVID, they'll be offered this new drug called Ronaprev. And I'm sure that's how you spell it, Ronaprev, um, from Monday, basically. So, um, so yeah, another d- new new drug on the market. So, yeah, we're going to... Th- I mean, this is going to be... Yeah, this will be our first winter going through COVID with people vaccinated, so... It'd be interesting. To see. I, I, I'm just. I was just thinking this week. Last year, we didn't see any flu type stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see if flu makes an appearance this year. So, um, so yeah, let's wait and see. But hopefully, we have a smooth and easy, uh, you know, autumn and winter. And yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Welcome to Pablo's Podcast, 
Join me on a weekly basis with social commentary on current affairs which affect us the most. Come and muse with me. What you can expect is uplifting, positive discussions, interviews on our social, physical and cultural well-being. Voicing some of the perspectives we share but maybe don't vocalise enough. I'll be going through my bucket list of interviewees over the coming weeks. We're guaranteed to get an honest, authentic perspective and insight into what's going on now. If you like what you hear, please click the subscribe button. Please share on your social media apps and please leave a review. Look forward to spending some time with you over these coming weeks. Thanks for joining me. Take care. So in regards to travel, though, um, some some positive news with the travel. So Grant's, Grant Shapps um, said that um, the traffic light system is now being replaced with just a single red list. So no more green, amber, red, all that stuff. It's just red. So that is good. So there's loads of countries that have come off. Um, so, yeah, it makes it easier for people to travel. I suppose... A bit of kick in the teeth for the people that wanted to travel over the summer, you know, to get this news after the summer period's over. But at least it puts us in good stead for, you know, over the holiday season, being Christmas, etc., and then going into next year. So hopefully that stays the same. Or hopefully we get to a stage where there is no traffic light system. But to be fair, I do think to myself, this is when we, when we talk about this traffic light system, we can feel like it's bigger than the UK, but we have to remember this is just the UK. We still have to abide by whatever rules these other countries um, put in place, you know. So it's very easy to think about decisions that we make in England as, you know, that, that they impact the rest of the world or whatever, but it's not. We're kind of living in a bit of a bubble in that sense. So, But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that all pans out. So... But I think the flights and holidays and stuff have, have kind of, you know, spiked up because people can move around a bit more freely. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So the rollout for the jabs for 12 to 15-year-olds in schools in England um, is about to start um, from September the 22nd, I believe. So all children 12 to 15 in England will be offered one dose of the Pfizer um, COVID jab um, so I mean Professor Chris Whitty he has you know he said it was a, a difficult decision to make um, but it shouldn't be seen as a silver bullet to dealing with this situation for me I mean we we have heard from the people that make the medication who have said you know they don't advise it you know from what, what they said um, in recent weeks um, but obviously the UK is going against that and they're going forward with it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be... I mean, Chris Whitty said it's a difficult decision. It's going to be a difficult decision for many parents, I can imagine, because it's, it's one thing to say, you know, uh, the medication... Sorry, the um, vaccine for yourself as an adult or any adult, but when you're talking about your children, it does... You know, you do look at things a little bit differently, you know, and some people are for it, some people are not for it. But you, either way, you do look at things a little bit differently when it comes to your children, especially 12-year-old children, you know, 12 to 15, you know, but, yeah, this really young children. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays out over the coming days and weeks. 
But thankfully, um, over this past week, there hasn't been any youth uh, violence incidents that have resulted in the death of any young people, which we're always thankful for. So long may that last. Long may that last. So there's also been some calls from um, Dr. Tola Dabari, um, who is one of the directors at the Museum Museum X CIC. Um, and what she's calling for, and others are calling for, is a home to where... Um, to, so basically where we can have a permanent black British museum in the UK, which I never thought of prior to reading about this and you know I'm thinking like why not why why isn't that there already I mean there's loads of you can f- fill it with loads of stuff um it is you know it's very specific and it's very rich you know um I think that's a great idea absolutely great idea I think at the moment um they are they have got a black british museum project um I'm not sure exactly where that is though but there is there is one of those um, within the museum, I suppose. But yeah, a museum specifically for black uh, British history and artefacts, etc. A permanent one. I think that'd be amazing for the for the whole country. I think that'd be amazing. That that may that may um, smooth some of the the rough edges around, um, you know, discrimination, bigotry, misunderstanding, you know, and let us all come together as. UK citizens, you know, whether you're black, white, Indian, Chinese, whatever, you know, at least it's all of the stuff in one place and it, you know, it addresses black British history, which is British history at the end of the day. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really good idea. I'll be looking out for more information on that for sure. I'll, I'll definitely share that as it, as it, as I get to it, you know, so yeah. Um, so, uh, what we we're, it's the nineteenth on the twenty first. We've got the September's full moon. They call that one the full corn moon. Makes me a little bit sad to be fair because I didn't grow any corn in the garden this year. I didn't grow much in the garden this year. I had, if you listen back to the past podcasts, uh, a few over the past few months, maybe since April, I was talking about doing all sorts of things. It didn't happen. <laughs> for one reason or another it didn't happen but this coming spring I'm going to definitely be on it but yeah so when I hear um, full full corn moon um, I know that it I don't know where that actually come from but I know it alludes to growing um, corn for sure it probably would have been around the time of harvesting um, corn but I haven't got none to harvest which is quite sad but yeah anyway full moon's coming up 21st of September and then on the 22nd of September is the equinox which is um, basically the equinox is the day when the day and night are in equal length so yeah pretty much exactly equal length and then from then the nights start to get longer you know, so you know it would start to get darker earlier and stuff like that, and the the clocks will change at some stage as well. But yeah, so that's on the twenty second. So yeah, so it's been it's been a um, it's been a kind of a quiet week, I'd say, kind of a quiet week, but it's been a positive week. You know, if, we, if you're still listening to this, and you know it's it looks nice outside today, it's not a dreary day or anything. Um, 
yeah, just get out there and do some stuff. Chill out, family stuff, you know, play with the kids, play with the family, you know, do, do something, you know, do something positive, you know. Um, every day, in fact, not just on Sunday, every day. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me in the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.